The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. That is just way too festive. What is you? I'm happy. I'm not. It's my, my favorite time. Uh, my favorite season's coming coming quickly to a close. What are you talking about quickly to a close? It's still like a three weeks. I like long, long night. Well, it's going to be long nights for a little while. Not really. It's going to be over soon. I don't know why you like the light, the night so much. Well, I have been told that I do my best work in the dark. <laughs> That's when you're prettiest, right? Oh, look who's look who's look who's got some flavor today. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I thought because last week you didn't get to uh, expound wax poetic on your uh, whatever it is. Oh, I listened to the podcast and I thought it was all right. I didn't say it was bad. I just said that you didn't get to wax poetic on whatever it was that you were trying to expand upon. Dude, I can't expand on it. I think I think what the purpose discussion is finita. Well, that's unfortunate because the only thing I can really add to the discussion today is how much I'd really like to meet a woman that looks really good in bell bottoms. Don't most women look good in bell bottoms? Uh, a lot of them. As do. long as they've got, you know. As long as they're not too skinny. Yeah, that's... Uh, Bell bottoms are for the the fat bottom girls, really. No, not necessarily. I mean... I think well, I like a fat bottom girl and bell bottoms, put it that way. Aren't you being a little bit, bit uh, objectifying now? Why? You're objectifying women. No, I'm not. Saying that I like a fat bottom and some bell bottoms? Of course, I guess I'm objectifying, too, saying <coughs> I like women and bell bottoms. Um, I just think those jeans, you know... They're good for all shapes, is what I'm saying. I disagree. Because they've got to have the boots, too, though, to go with the bell bottoms. You don't need... Bell bottoms are a thing of their own. They don't need boots. You can't see the boots. Sure you can. In bell bottoms? Do you know what a bell bottom is? Yes. You know, they hug really close to the thighs and they flare out. Yeah, but usually, like, with the flare, you can see the boots. Like, if they're dancing in them and stuff, you know? Yeah, I really don't care about the footwear. Oh, I do. Bear in mind, they do have to have feet, and they do. Have to. I would prefer for those feet to be yeah. Well, I... <laughs> not so jacked up looking with bunions and. <laughs> well, if they're in the boots, you wouldn't be able to see the feet. So yeah, but then if you take them off and there are bunions there, then that's just a. What made you think about bell bottoms anyway? Oh, I saw a really hot woman in bell bottoms the other day, and did you follow her for a little while? And then, and then she started giving you weird glances. Not that long. I was just, I, I appreciated, I, I just like women in bell bottoms. I used to, I used to love hanging out at Navy bases just to get a, get a glimpse of the women wearing the, back, back in the old days when the, I don't know if the Navy uniform's like that now, but uh, back many, many decades, or not decades, many, many years ago, the Navy had uh, a work uniform, which is basically like bell bottom jeans and like a, a blue shirt. 
So that's what the the navy women were wearing. That's what that was part of the navy uniform. It was part of one of their one of their casual uniform type things. Oh, that sounds pretty nice. It was. It was. I I really enjoyed. For some reason, the police song "Every Move You Make" came came to mind, and you're singing that song to the woman on the bell bottoms and her going, "Hmm." Talk about a stalker song. Yeah. Well, he he it's he, every he does the you odd, take. Uh, What did I say? Every, every move, move you, you make. make. Yeah. He does the weird songs. Speaking of weird songs, you know, you know, you know that other song, the um, uh, the Enrique Iglesias Jr. song, "Escape." Uh you can I, run, you can hide, but you can't escape my love. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good song. I I always think that that song would be perfect for a a, a herpes commercial. <laughs> uh, it fits. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. I don't think that they would license it to a hippies commercial, my friend. Yeah, probably not, but I mean, it fits. So, apparently, uh, the lockdown is officially over in New Zealand. So, they've been in their houses for since August. Mm. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. I don't know. I, I stopped. I really stopped thinking about it because... They have a border crossing now in New Zealand between Auckland and the rest of the country. I, I, I've... I've I've kind of tuned out of everything because everyone's either controlled or controlled opposition. So everyone's controlled, you know, all the outlets and, you know, we're inundated with, with mass manipulation and propaganda and whatnot. And, you know, it's all good and well to sit there and talk about, oh, you need to think it through and figure out, you know, keep one who benefits and then you'll know what's blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, everybody, there's always somebody benefiting from something. So don't fool yourself into thinking that you're really smart and you can figure out. I, I tried. Uh, I tried having a discussion with a few people this week and uh, tried tried taking that your line of reasoning that it's already done with people. It is done, and people were like, "Oh no, it's not, man! Like you know, things will things will come around, things will open up. You'll see." And I'm like, "Well, they're not getting it then." I'm just like, "How? They're not getting. They're not getting my point of it's done." Yeah, well, maybe I didn't explain it. Well, I didn't explain it very well to you. I mean, the people <laughs> in this country and around the world, basically, have pretty much said, okay, yeah, I'd rather be safe than free. And, you know, here, do whatever. I give you the power to do whatever you want. Keep me safe. And if I were an opportunistic person in power, which is kind of a redundant statement, mm -hmm. all I have to do is replicate now. All I know is that my cousin got admitted to the High Court of New Zealand and they didn't have an actual swearing-in ceremony. It was a fucking Zoom call with everybody wearing their fucking wigs. Yeah, but those things are really for the families. I mean, it's, it's a cool ceremony. I mean, It would have been nice, man. I'm just like, but that got taken away. I mean, I, I enjoyed my, I enjoyed my, uh, my swearing-in ceremony. Who'd you get sworn in by? Uh, the Chief Justice of the Missouri Supreme Court. Nice. And then... Some guy from the federal court. Yeah, you gotta have district. you gotta have somebody on your side, right? What do you mean? That puts you forth? No. So in New Zealand, you have to have somebody who's a existing member of the bar to put you forth. And my uncle showed up, which is kind of nice. I did. I did enjoy signing the book in Missouri, though. There's there's mu there's much fewer lawyers in Missouri than there are in California, and so the California one was a little bit uh, more mass produced feeling. Mm-hmm. 
but in Missouri, there's these they're the books, they're the roles, the attorney roles mm-hmm. that pretty much from the beginning. And uh, and you, you know, sign it, right? Oh yeah, you sign it and put your bar number in there, and your in the year. And I was just like, that's so cool. Yeah, I, find, I wonder what I would be doing if I was in New Zealand, sitting in my house. No, because lockdowns are over now, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh, I just can't believe it. Shut down for two months <clears throat> last year, then no shutdown, total freedom for however long, and then. People in their houses since August. Unbelievable. I think they're going to keep doing it until people say no. But once you've once you've once you've let it happen once, it's really kind of hard to. Because there's always going to be enough people that are that are scared enough. And um, and you know, they're always going to be like, no, you have to you have to make me feel better. That's always going to be the case. I. Um, I did see a how dare you thing that made me laugh the other day. Okay. Whoopi Goldberg on The View. I was at the gym. It was on and she was talking to the, the, the recent case that's before the Supreme Court of the United States right now about the, is it Mississippi? Uh, it's one of the southern states. Yeah. So she was going off on how dare you blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. Right. Mm-hmm. And every time and before I was like, that's just kind of funny. But now I'm like, no, that's that's kind of, that's like the height of arrogance. Basically, they're saying, a person that says, how dare you, mm-hmm. whatever, is basically saying, you're a fucking peasant. How do you have the temerity to think that you can dictate something to me? Question me. Or whatever. Right. And so when I whenever I see that happening and, and you know, it, this is not something that's a monopoly of, of either sex or of any political affiliation or whatever. But just a simple act of saying that, you know, no matter no matter how much you talk about equality, personal freedom, uh, choice, individual intellect, whatever. All of that gets abolished when you sit there and say, how dare you? Because really what you're saying is, I am God. You are a gnat. You cannot ever question my right, my privilege, my whatever. You know, you're basically calling the other person a a toad. And, you know, I'm like... And people would sit there and say, no, I don't think that at all. But but that is the ramification of saying, how dare you do something like that? How dare you do something like that? I mean, come on. You've got to think that other person is lower than snake excrement. I just heard a, I heard a snippet from the demonstrations outside um, the Supreme Court. And I guess the protesters were all women and they were all taking uh, pills. Oh, I saw something about that. And I'm like, that's like, how is that going to garner support? I don't from think that, that I don't think that anyone idea? really cares about garnering support. People do things because they think that they're not going to they're not going to be any negative ramifications. Think of all the people that, quote unquote, protest, which are actually riots. Mm-hmm. They never had anything happen to them. And so, you know, when people from a different political party tried that. 
all of a sudden they're insurrectionists and they need to be put in jail for years. I'm just sitting there going, okay, but you know, if there is no parody, then why the fuck should you listen? Well, no, not even that. If there is no parody, see, we, we conveniently forget that, well, actually all the flowery words are conveniently forgotten when you want your thing, which is why I think it's kind of stupid to sit there and bring up facts or whatever because no one cares about facts unless they're trying to disprove something. If you're for something, you're for it. You don't really, you don't need anything. Don't need any backup. It's the people that disagree with you. They're just like, well, let me point out the inconsistency of your, of your thinking there and say this, 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 and this, blah, blah, do da, do da. But that other person isn't listening. Dude, I, I was just thinking about your, your thing about how people once they become adults, they should kind of educate themselves. You know, it's like with the parents. Sure. And then at a certain point, it's them. And then I saw something on Instagram about a conversation I overheard at Starbucks about some kids saying, yeah, that band Queen, man, they, they weren't they weren't really anything until that movie came out. <laughs> and I'm like, we're screwed. Like, like, like your whole premise that people are going to like, educate themselves and have some critical thinking. I'm like, when I heard that example, I was like, I'm not, that's I, just like, that's the perfect example of, I never said that you'd be successful at doing whatever. I'm just, what I'm saying like is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life though. About queen being nothing until the movie. Until came the movie. Yeah. Well, that's because they're uneducated. They don't know anything, but that just, it just proves that like, and it's just a bunch of idiots running around. And look how much harder things are now because there's all this information that you're supposed to weed through. And if you don't have the tools to weed through it, then you're just inundated with information and you just pick pick something that you like. But that's no different from anything else. I mean, you know, all the people that are into quote unquote conspiracy theories, are they wrong? I don't know. But that's something that 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 resonated with them. So they're on with that. The people that are in, in all in on the establishment, are they wrong? I don't know, but you know, you hear all these things and you're like, oh, well, I like the sound of that. So people are just going to stay in their little groups. Well, I think the way that things are going, the way that the tools that we have right now, it's much easier to stay in your little group because you're not living in some kind of village with a whole bunch of disparate attitudes going on. I mean, if you can, if you can, when you can sit there and get everything that you want brought to your, delivered to your home for certain people who are extremely fortunate, they don't have jobs. They have jobs that don't require them to be physically at a, at a certain place. Yeah. And then, you know, if the people around you don't agree with you, you can find, you can find a bunch on some kind of social media platform of people that agree and you can just hang out there. You know, in your house, in front of your computer, without yeah, talking the, to a single person. Anonymity of having of not being of being able to just say stuff and not have anybody question you, challenge you, whatever. Well, it's not anonymous. Is the dirty little <sighs> secret about it? But it seems anonymous, though, doesn't it? Not to me. I never thought that shit was anonymous. Yeah, but you're like an outlier, dude. Which is why I'm probably not. Which is why I'm probably super unsuccessful. Most people think, oh, well, you know, I can just kind of say what I like as long as, or whatever. As long as somebody, as long as there are enough people that believe it. I mean, you know, when I, when I look at the way things are, 
you know, to sit there and say that they are highly accomplished people or, or leaders or, or betters. I was just like, well, how can you be better if you can't, if you can't have anybody disagree with you? That doesn't make you better. You know, blind allegiance to your elders. I mean, look, I love my family and my elders, but you know, when, when they're, when they're, when they do things that are blatantly or patently wrong, all of a sudden, well, they're just people trying the best they can. You got to give them some slack. You know, I've, I've, I'm, I'm, I, I definitely am a type of person in this. And, and, you know, it's been, my, my attitude has been shaped by my adult life, but I'm very much a, what have you done for me lately type of guy? Because, you know, that's the way my life has been, right? People, people don't sit there and say, oh, you're a great dude. And, you know, I'm going to love you forever and ever and ever. Just for most of my life, pretty much I've been looked at by others with what have you done for me lately? But that's the funny thing is if you turn around and say to them, well, what have you done for me lately? Then they're like, oh, yeah, I can't believe he would say that. How dare you? (laughs) Yeah. The world comes crashing down around you when, when, when that happens and. I don't. I really don't like the how do you thing, and you I know, think probably because of first first hand experience with it. What? Because you say that to others, or no? Because I've had like certain family members say that to me. Oh, but you know, continually. To me, but to me, how dare you is just like gook. It just makes me laugh, <laughs> and it's a very inop and it, it's it, it's at very inopportune times. I mean, you know, everybody's talking about how you need to speak truth to power and all this BS, and you what know, what does that expression mean? Speaking truth to power? Yeah. Not being a sycophant. <laughs> Which I'm definitely not. And, you know, it shows. I right? think you got to be a sycophant to get along in society. Well, that's the whole point. you got to give along. And so now you gotta, now you got to decide. Do you want to abolish society? Nobody does. Even all the people that sit there and talk about how we want to get rid of this or get rid of that. You know, white supremacy or, you know. No more nuclear family. Western European ideas wrong. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, so what do you want to do? And they're like, oh, we want to tear everything down and build it, build back better. Build back better how? Where you're in charge? That doesn't sound like something that's good. No. And, you know, like I said, all the gotcha moments. Why was it, why was it so important for you to sit there and say, oh, you said that Donald Trump was a populist? Because you did. I don't, I don't disagree with you because I can't remember. How can you not remember? I say a lot of things, but I can't remember. And I'm not. Now I'm like questioning it. I'm like, did he say that? I'm almost convinced. I'm almost sure you did. I'm not. I'm not disputing that. But I really don't want to go like trawling through the. Uh, the point. The, the point. The point is, is what's so great about the gotcha moment? I mean, you're you're. As between you and me, that is something really big. I like it when you're wrong. I'm like, yeah. So you got that wrong. Yeah, but you know, I mean, come on. Why is that a big deal? Well, it's very disappointing when I'm, I do I'm, have the gotcha moment with you because you're like, eh, yeah, I might have said that, but if I remembered I was wrong, I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? If I remembered, do you know how different that conversation would go? Okay, so if you remembered, if I remember, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I did say that, and I was incorrect at the time because he isn't. Still, not much fun, really. <laughs> You know, the, the, the whole gotcha thing really, really just kind of makes me wonder, not, not just from you. I just thought of it because of you. Uh, but you know, that's a, that's a big thing lately. Um, 
Well, maybe not even just lately, but that's a big thing. The whole like, oh, I got you. You said this, but you, and 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 I got you in the lie, because that happens with the. Uh, yeah, people like to pull up shit on their phone and say, "Hey, see, see, show you, told you." Okay, fine. So what's the point? You're being inconsistent. Who isn't inconsistent? I wouldn't want someone who's consistent all the time. Why not? Well, number one, it's impossible. But do you want people that are consistently idiots? Well, no. Do you want people that are consistently mean? But according to you, people are consistently idiots. No. No. I mean, okay, so what do we mean by consistent? Just an idiot most of the time. Is it just most of the time? Yeah. Okay, well, in that in that <laughs> definition, yes. But, you know. I used to think people kind of knew, knew their stuff. Uh, I think in certain aspects they do. Yeah, but now, now I'm like, oh, well, if I'm dealing with this company or this group of people, surely they must have their shit squared away. And then, and then you start dealing with people and you're like, nope. No, that's propaganda. That's 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 propaganda. Everybody's just doing what they can to just. Yeah. Keep on getting stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's like, it's like money. Why do people, because remember, remember my big thing about money, how it's a, it's a fake thing. Yeah. It is a fake thing. A tool. It, well, yeah, it's a tool, but it's also a fake thing. And then I remember someone saying, oh, but I can buy real stuff with it. I was like, you're missing the point. It's a fake thing. We've all bought into this fake thing because it's easier to live with a fake thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. But you can't live without money now. Well, because, because, well, sure you can how it's much easier for a bum to live without money than it is for me all right it's much easier for me to live without money than it is for jeff bezos money money is the grease that makes society a whole lot easier i mean what would happen if there were no money well i have to grow just about everything that i can or do everything that i can if there's something that i can't get i have to trade with somebody for it and then it becomes a negotiation with every other person that i need something from Mm mm-hmm But if there's money, then the whole group says, okay, we're going to say that this thing, this fake thing, is equal to X, real stuff. You know, whether it's bread, gasoline, firewood, clothes, what have you. Because without it, and I need some bread, but all I got is corn, I'm going to have to go up to somebody with some bread and say, hey, can I trade you some of this corn for some of your bread? (laughs) And depending on the guy... On the day, right? It's going to be like, yeah, I, I, okay, fine. You know, give me two years of corn. I'll give you a loaf of bread. I keep thinking of stupid memes today. Well, that, and that's 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 all well and good. But, you know, but this whole thing, like, why do people want money? So that they can get the real lives mm-hmm. going with it. Like, we don't we don't need money. It's just that money is much easier. It's just, it's just that with money, things are easier because there's already, we don't have to sit there and bargain all the time for everything. Yeah, I don't know anybody that sits there and bargains. Well, because you can't, you can't because, because it's so much easier because we got money. Dude, if you sat there and tried to battle somebody, that'd be like, oh, I don't even know where to begin. Well, it depends on where you're at. If you're at some Middle Eastern marketplace, then, you know, haggling has to happen. Right. I always hated that. After a while, it becomes fun. Haggling. Ugh. I'm like, why can't we just have a set press? Money. Boom. There you go. 
right? So, you know, wanting money is, which is why I don't want to talk about the money. I want to talk about the reasoning behind the thing. And it all gets, it all gets down to, we want some kind of security. And then, you know, then becomes like the ultimate answer of, well, you know, you need to fill yourself up with God, depending on whatever religious group you're, you're, you belong to. And okay, that, that may or that, well, you know what? I, I, I think that's true. But it's like, it's like the, it's like your what's the point thing, right? What's the fucking point? Right. And then I bring out the, well, you're going to die. So what's the point of living? And then we get into that whole roundabout argument or discussion that really doesn't go anywhere. So wait, coming back to your religion thing. So why do you think the world religions all emphasize the fact that it's not about money and you shouldn't be about accumulating money? If anything, you should be giving your money away. I think those are old wisdoms. And it's really about not holding on to fake, not holding on to fake stuff or temporal stuff. I mean, as I think you can be wealthy as long as you're not obsessed with money. I mean, you can have it, money. It becomes hard to be not obsessed with money with the more money that you get. Yeah. You start filling yourself up with something else. Dude, there's a guy I see quite regularly at my grocery store that I go to, and he is literally obsessed with money. Like, every time I see him, all he talks about is money. And I'm just like, that just seems like a... Yeah, but that's a symptom. He okay, so he's there, he there's something how much money he's got. Yeah, well, see again, that's that's there's something that he's trying to put forth to people, and the easiest way to do that in our society right now is with wealth. Yeah, you know, here it's it's become almost. It's annoying though. Like I'm like, why are you always talking about money? Who knows? Maybe I he doesn't have it. He he's trying to impress other people. I have no idea. Yeah. Um. But again, it's it's all about. Yeah, there's a there's a hole, and you know, or or maybe there's not a hole. Maybe maybe you're trying to. It's like me when I talk about about family, wife, and kids. Mm-hmm. Do I really want one? Yes and no. Yes and no. Why do that I? Sounds like a no. Why do I want one? It's to show everybody I'm not a freaking dropkick. I mean, that's the first thing I think of. At which point, I'm just like, okay, maybe I don't want one. That's just a societal norm or it's it's like pressure well sure but that's that's beyond the that's 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 kind of that's getting sidetracked on the disc on on the point mm. right because people always sit there and especially when you're trying to date you know they're like oh you know maybe you should you should look into what it is you think you're attracted to or what you want right because they're sitting there saying well maybe you shouldn't want something that society says that you want like a beautiful woman and you know, I'm just like it's, it's like uh, okay, but you know, I'm like, well, I know beauty fades, so you know, I'm willing, but I myself think that nobody's ever really shown up, and I think I think there have been missed opportunities in my life, certainly, with perfectly attractive women, seem perfectly nice. They seem nicer and more attractive in my memory now than I did, you know, than it was like, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Yep. But I'm just like, well, you know, maybe I couldn't see it then, maybe whatever. But, you know, why do you want the things that you want? That's, that's the, an- that's the qu- answer to the question that 
that's the question that you need to answer. You know, not go blindly into, oh, I want this, I want that, or, you know, especially when people are like, oh, maybe you need to, maybe you need to evaluate what you're attracted to. I was like, well, I'm attracted to intelligent people that can carry on good conversations. You know, because in my free time, all I really want to do is eat and talk. <laughs> you know, I'm not in, I'm not into, into like, you know, hiking. I'm not into doing stuff. Funnily enough. So would you say that doing this podcast makes you happy? In what sense? In the sense that you're doing a couple of things that you enjoy doing. Well, it hits both. E- eating and It hits talking. the sweet spot of basically everything I love to do. Well, you're the one that suggested this podcast, so I'm kind of curious. Yeah, I mean, I love it. Is that why? The chance for me to just kind of talk? Yeah. Well, I was hopeful that I could, that we could get like other people. That yeah, kind of like a couple to, of experiments that kind of would kind of like to also talk. We had a couple of, we've had a few people, but you know, in this day and age, we everybody just kind of censors themselves, and you know, you don't want to offend, and then there's like, you know, there's the observation effect going on because we're being recorded. Yeah. So now, now you're cognizant of that, and you're trying not to seem too crazy one way or the other. But yeah, I mean, look, the the two things I enjoy. Pretty much the most in life is to eat and talk. And if I say that, people would think that all I want to do is sit around and eat and talk. But that's not true because I lead a pretty active lifestyle. Yep. It's just that I don't want to do a lot of those things with other people. I was never into team sports. You know, if I want to go out and, you know, exert myself, get some exercise, I want to do it by myself. So are you, do you think life should be about the pursuit of happiness? I think the life should be about whatever meaning that makes life meaningful for you. Okay. Well, but would you call that happiness? Not necessarily. Well, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. It could I be mean, the pursuit of happiness. Well, I think, I think that is one way to coin it yeah. to, 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 to coin, you know, one way to describe that. The term. I was just having this discussion with my sister and she was like, she was like, well, she was like, I'm, I'm just about the pursuit of happiness these days. She's like, I'm not, you know, I'm not like after a whole lot of money or success or anything else. She's like, I just want to be happy. Right. And but that's things that make me happy. Right. Again, but that's, that's kind of a cop out of an uh, answer. Why? What makes you happy? Well, you got to figure that out for yourself. Right. So, but when people say that they haven't figured that part out. Well, they might have the ha- saying, saying happy is just like money. Well, not necessarily. Sure. Sure. No, no. Listen, bear with me. All right. Money is this fake thing that we use to get real stuff. Happy is this nebulous term that no one can define because it's actually kind of different for everybody. Well, definitely. Yeah. But, I agree with that. Right. So, so we use this term happy, just like we use this fungible thing called money to get these things that we want to get. Now, when you say something like, Oh, I just want to be happy. Like, what do you mean by happy? Content. Again. Right. The different, Different for everybody. And, you know, what, what makes me happy make, makes me happy is like, you know, eating decent food and having fun, fun stuff to talk about with various people. Yeah. Which now, is funny that it's hard to find. I mean, the, the people part. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's, I think it's really because of just the way I, I am. Number one, I'm not really a joiner. <laughs> um, you know, when I was, when I was in, in situations that required me to be with lots of people like school, easy, right? There was a, there was an audience of folks and I can just wade myself through 
a few thousand folks to find the, you know, a handful of people that you like to kind of hang with on a, on a consistent basis, consistent being, you know, not all the time, but a good, you know, a majority of the time. That sounds hard though. Wasn't for me. I, you know, I mean, but I was also the type of guy that everyone was like, Oh you yeah. You didn't like have a plan. You went like, okay, this is, this is my plan of attack for finding these people. It just kind of, no, I'm not an engineer in that. It was sense. just kind of organic, right? Well, what do you mean by organic? You, you came into contact with people and were like, Oh yeah. This yeah. is somebody that I could hang with. Yeah, you throw me into a pool and I'll explore the pool. Right. It's not like it's not like I sit there and have a list and, and then I go, you know. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely the type of person you can just kind of throw in somewhere. No, but there's, I think there's two kinds of people, too. I think there's people who sit there and will try and micromanage ev- everything, people that think they can manage everything in their life and make stuff happen. So they're going to have their list and they're going to say, okay, these are the goals. This is what I need to achieve. How do I get there? Well, that seems like a person that's been successful at a certain aspect of life. Yeah. And they believe that that's transferable. You know, like people who are big on, I always find it funny, people who are really big on lists. Well, lists are, lists are good. It's, 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 uh, it gives you, uh, it gives you something to strive for and it's fun to cross stuff off your list. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, if you can't cross it off your list, though. Well, it depends. Well, then maybe you need to have a more manageable list. You know, you can't wake up and say global dominations on your list. Well, it can be like it can be a lot that can be on your long term list. <laughs> I don't even think it should be there. I think your list should be pretty short term and easy to, to manage. Like, you know, come on, man, Pinky in the Brain. That was like every episode, wasn't it? Yeah, and I love that commercial, and they never did anything. They always <laughs> failed. <laughs> but I think, but I think I meant we fun. never had Pinky in the Brain. We had Ren and Stimpy. I, I'm, I'm definitely a, a journey type of guy. Right. I mean, it's, it's the journey that's more important, not the end, because in the end, what happens? You get, you, you're, you're either thrown in the dirt or you get your, your, your carcass is barbecued, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so uh, that's an interesting way to put it, to put cremation. Um, but you know, and, and, and the way the religion, did you say ass or carcass? Carcass. <laughs> but I like, you know, I, I'm I'm a non-religious believer because there are, there are things about certain religions that I like and things about others that I don't like. I mean, I I really kind of like the philosophy of the Muslims. You know, your your you are base your relationship to God is that of a slave. Well, that's kind of Old Testament Christianity as well. You know, you need to have some you need to have some adherence. I I like that. It makes things much simpler, and it was probably rooted to a much simpler time. We haven't changed. Times have changed. We just have more options now. So should we become Amish or Hasidic and just... Nobody wants to do that, really. But there are tons of Amish people. There are tons of Hasids around. And they have, they have, just, as, they have just as hard a time with life as, as we do. Yeah. They have just decided, you know what, I'm not going to... I'm not going to... Well, depending on the Amish sect, right? I mean, there are Amish sects that have cars. Yeah. Of course, I wonder if they're just called Mennonites, though. I think that's the Mennonites, yeah. Um, but Speaking yeah, from zero knowledge. But yeah, even even with the Amish, I mean, hey, Hasids have phones. Yeah. <laughs> right? There used to be some, like, guys that would come to the library when I was working there, and they would, like, make me fucking do anything that was technology-related because it was their day of rest. You know, like, switching lights on and off and... 
But they went to the library. It bugged the shit out of me because I'm like, I'm but like, they really to the you, library. Can't just, you can't flick a light switch. You know the whole the whole day of wrestling where you can't do any work. I'm just like, but I'm like, why are you walking? here at the library having a meeting then? But you're walking. At which point, it's like, don't be ridiculous. You can't just not do anything. Are you like? Looking- well, it's like I've seen them like where they, they they'll have somebody else push the button right for the to cross on the crosswalk. But they're still walking. But I'm I'm just like that, that always makes me shake my head. Yeah, mine too because they're still walking. Maybe I don't get it, but I used to get annoyed. I'd be like, "You're so annoying." Yeah, but you get annoyed a lot of things. That's true. Don't get me wrong; I get annoyed at a lot of things too. I can be pretty intolerant, actually. Well, join the club. I mean, that's uh, I don't know if that makes you feel any better, but it it never really made me feel any better when someone said shit like that to me. I'd like to be a little less uh, impatient. And angry. Well, that's an easy solve. No, it's not. Sure it is. Just be less impatient and less angry. Well, well, that's the goal, yes. But, you know, there is a journey. You're all about... You, you love the hero's journey, right? <laughs> I do. You could make the journey of being less intolerant or less impatient to something akin to Star Wars if you want. I wish people could see my face right now. Well, yeah, okay. So it's, it's very... It's like the lamest version of the hero's journey I've ever heard in my life. Well, then you want Gilgamesh? No. He dies, right? Gilgamesh is a demigod. I don't know that he dies. <sighs> I want the hero's journey to be a little bit more exciting than that. Well, yeah, but you can... You know, it ends with me, like, taking over the world. Well, you can't take over the world unless Or God... being the one. Again, that's... There can be only one. Well, that's true. I'm Neo. Now you're mixing up movies. I'm Highlander. You're definitely mixing up movies. I'm Luke Skywalker. Oh yeah, and another one. Just you're gonna. You're I'm afraid of Baggins. Are you gonna go for the Royal Flusher? I don't know. Who's the who's is that's that's about all the movies I can think of. Again, I'm Blade Runner. <laughs> How is that a hero's journey? Well, he gets the girl. No, he doesn't. He gets the android. That's implied. He gets her, and then they. You haven't. Have you watched Blade Runner twenty forty nine? I've tried. They have a kid. Right, but that's that's something they they took the original and decided to expound on it uh-huh. because in the original it was implied. You don't know. It's you can you can. He leaves the he leaves the city with her, in both versions. He could have come right back. They could have just been going the, out for Robin. The, the version that was the theater release. <laughs> he gets in the car and they're like out on the countryside at the end, and then in the director's cut, he gets in the elevator with her. Right, but in both of them, he's leaving with the girl to get Robin. You don't know. They might have been coming no, back after about another hour. Leaving, dude. They're they're leaving because she's going to be hunted down by other Blade Runners. See, that's what, that's that was the part that was implied that you inferred from it. In my version, they were just There's no inference. In my version, they were just going out to get some donuts, mm. and they came back after about. You You're know. so stupid. You have no idea, and you have no appreciation of Blade Runner. So I'm just going to disregard your opinion at this point. Are you going to tell me about how dare I throw that in now? <sighs> Anybody who's a Blade Runner aficionado right now, is okay, just so there's like there four going, of you. You're a fucking idiot. There's like four of you. No, there's tons and tons of us. I'm sorry. Are you saying that y'all are all fat? Because there are only four of you, and if there's tons and tons of you, then you know you guys. Are, <laughs> you guys have all got to be like whatever, dude. What is that? A gavel? <laughs> We're done. End of discussion. Is that what you're saying? I just, you know, I've never been under to understand why you always deride Blade Runner. I don't deride it. I just don't prefer it. Mm-hmm. 
It just shows you have an inferior intellect. I won't argue whether or not my intellect is inferior or not with you, but I'm just saying I don't like uh, I don't like Blade Runner. It's just like it's it just defies comprehension. Up until about thirty years ago, I loved Apocalypse Now. Yeah, it's a weird movie. It's it's kind of pretentious. I liked Heart of Darkness much better. I haven't seen that. It's a book. Oh, oh, oh. duh. It's actually the book I, that Apocalypse that Now the, is loosely based on. I've gotten that out from the library a couple of times and never read it. It's a short book. I know. It's as thick as Siddhartha is. That's a short book. Don't tell me. Joseph Conrad, right? For Heart of Darkness, yes. Herman Hesse, you're talking about? For Siddhartha, yes. Yes, I've read Siddhartha, of course. So you've read this tiny, thin little book about Gautama Buddha. I was on a Buddha kick for about 15 years. Did you ever float? No. Is that why you gave up? I don't know why I gave up. I never had the... I could never maintain a regular meditation practice. Well, there's your problem there, calling it a practice. You're making it work. It is a practice. Come on, man. You can meditate. You can meditate on the can. No, we're not. We're not all like gifted meditators like you, David. That's not what I was implying. And I think <laughs> that on that note, <laughs> we're done. We can stop our discussion for the day. Uh, if you can call it a discussion, sure we can. You said, you said stuff, I said stuff. You were wrong about Blade Runner, I was right about Blade Runner. That's your opinion. Whatever. That's your, ver- that's, if in the Rashomon version of the movie that you want to say, okay, fine. Shaking my head. Anyway, it's time for pot pie. Woohoo! Chicken pot pie with mushrooms.